Welcome to the Happy Pill Podcast. I'm Ursula Yerdun. In each episode, you're going to hear me share my story while offering information and resources while you continue on your journey of surpassing the effects of abuse and depression. I'm going to be doing some interviews with some very special guests who are going to share their journey and processes because my way is not the only way of healing. And the more information we have, the more we can share with one another. My hope is that you find love, inspiration, and purpose for your life. So let's get started. friends, welcome back to another episode of the Happy Pill Podcast. Yay! It was recently Canadian Thanksgiving. That's not a turkey. Um, Yeah, that's not a, a turkey either. Okay, those are only the sound effects I have in my program. So it's, uh, you know, chicken or duck. Okay. Honestly, I didn't even have turkey this year. So doesn't mean I'm not grateful. I absolutely am grateful just didn't have any turkey this year. So one thing I wanted to mention before the episode gets started is you may have noticed a little bit of time off again. Yeah, sure, Thanksgiving and my birthday, but you know, sometimes these topics and these stories can get a little heavy at times. So I find a slow and gentle pace is what works for me. And hopefully that actually works for you as well. I'm not a person that can be inundated with a lot of information because I actually just shut down. It's like my mind has this capacity of a tea bag sometimes. <laughs> I'm not kidding with that, honestly. Um, like if emails are too long or something, oh, I'm just going to delete it. If there's, you know, some information that comes my way and it's like 20, 30, 40 pages, I don't know, really long information, uh, a lot of information, I will quite often set it aside. So... You know, if you're like me, I can only handle um, doses of information in kind of shorter blocks, if that makes sense. So that's kind of why I'm I'm slowly going through these episodes. There's always lots of topics to talk about. But if you're like me and you don't want to be inundated, I hope this format works for you. In this episode, I'm going to piggyback off of Haley Gislason's previous episode and continue the topic of sexual assault because I'm not sure we'll ever be done talking about this issue. But I wanted to share something that was really important that came across my social media screen a few months ago. So if you're familiar with the show created by Jada Pinkett Smith called Red Table Talk, she has some very powerful and informative topics of conversation on her show. And if you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, I really hope you do. I haven't seen all of her episodes, but some that I have seen. Wow. But it was on her um, Facebook page, or maybe not Jada's Facebook page, but on the Red Table Talk Facebook page, someone had actually posted a question that was so impactful and painful to me that not only did I want to share it with you, but I know I needed to discuss it on the show. So here's the question that someone had asked. How long does it take you to fully get over rape? Ooh, that's a tough question. And I was gutted when I read that question. And I felt sick because my truthful response was, you don't. That was it. Simple, hurtful, painful, and yet entirely true. 
So when I went to look at the other responses that were posted, and I am talking like over 2,000 responses in just a couple of hours, like literally after this person had posted. So I don't even know how many um, responses there are to that now. And sadly, the answer was the same as mine. Like, honestly, everything I read was like, you don't. And this really broke my heart. I felt so sad and I felt defeated. Like, how the hell can we all be feeling the same thing? Was there no hope? Did it have to be this way? Does it have to stay this way? Recently, like literally within the past couple of weeks, I talked about this with a friend of mine and her response was the same. She just shook her head and said, no, you don't. You don't fully get over rape. So maybe that is the answer for us, including men who are victims of sexual assault as well. Maybe that is the answer, that this is how we all feel. But I want to at least offer some hope in some way that it can be managed, managing the symptoms that are a result of this kind of abuse. So I wanted to create this episode because I'm determined to offer whatever kind of hope I can, and I'm going to share a book that was absolutely instrumental to me. So this book is called The Courage to Heal Workbook, a guide for women and men, survivors of child sexual abuse by Laura Davies. I'm actually going to post a link onto my blog on my website. So you can actually go into the link. You can check it out at Amazon or maybe you go to the library. Anyway, it's a useful, useful resource to have. So this book poses questions that you may not have thought of. And I question, why is this impactful? Because it can offer you a new way of looking into your abuse that can awaken you to the idea that you are not alone and that there are techniques that can help you change or heal your mindset and emotions. And what this book offered me, and literally this is absolutely huge and I put it in bold letters, is validation. Now you've heard me talk about this before in my very earliest episodes about the importance of validation and how it plays in someone's healing, whether it's from sexual abuse or abandonment, spiritual disconnection, physical ailments, emotional trauma. I mean, honestly, the list is endless. And what makes this so powerful is that you are not alone. Validation says to you, I'm sorry you've gone through this. Here, let me help you. And when you feel validated, you feel hope. And that is vital to any form of healing. So this book starts at the beginning of creating safety for yourself and building a support team around you or a support system, however you want to, you know, call it. Maybe you want to call it a tribe. That's okay too. And as I've mentioned before, this will be one of the first steps into your healing. And if you've already begun this journey, you may have those items already set in place, or you may be reevaluating your situation where you'd like greater connection to others. Either way, this is a place to start. As you go through this book, it will gently guide you as to the next step and the successful steps to take. And what I love is that you can go at your own pace at what you need and and what you want for yourself. Again, for me, it's like being inundated. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. So I went at a pace that worked for me. And you know what? I still haven't completed the book. I still haven't. And it's been well, well over two years now you know, but I do it when I can, you know, when I have time, when I feel that it's ready for me to go on to the next, next level. And like, and I think I said it earlier, like, I wish I had this book when I was younger, but the truth is 
I'm not sure how much I really understood my abuse until I got older. And then I would start to uncover the layers, you know, over these years. But it allowed me to see how far I had already come in those years. So that was really important and what issues I still need to work on. In the section about remembering or memories, this was the most impactful section for me because as you've heard me talk about many times before, I don't have those assaultive memories, but it was the way that she explained it in the book that allowed me to accept what I do recall and that I was validated. And I have to say, this was absolutely so important to me because I remember when I finally got to that chapter and I'm reading the first page, I stopped. I couldn't do it. I couldn't move on to the to the next page. And in fact, I would take all of this depression and this anxiety and I go to my therapist. I'm like, Lynn, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I've only read this first page. I literally could not read on. And why I couldn't do that was because I was terrified, absolutely terrified that I was going to remember and that reading this book was going to make me remember things I didn't want to remember. And the really wonderful thing was that it didn't do that. So it took me a few weeks before I finally literally flipped the page over and began reading about the memories. And she was like, like throughout the whole book, she is so calm and, and writes in a way that is very peaceful. It's not invasive. It's not aggressive. It's very calming and gentle. That's the word that I'm looking for. It's very, very gentle. And so when I started to read about the memories, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess it wasn't that bad as I thought it was. <laughs> and it wasn't. It honestly wasn't. And no, I didn't have anything come back to me um, because honestly, I, I feel like if my memories were meant to come back to me, I will be ready and in a position to handle that. And right now I just, I feel blessed. And she has gone on to say in there that there are many, 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 many people like us, you know, that we had this shared experience, you know, over this trauma and we have the same reaction and response. Some people remember and some people don't. You know, and I think what is really important for me here to to share with you is that it is okay. It's okay not to remember. You know, it's okay if you do remember. And I'm sorry if you do, because I know how haunting it is. That's where my nightmares and stuff come into effect. And I think what I really enjoyed about the way that Laura had presented it in this book, it's like I received permission to know that it's okay not to remember. You know, and this is when I felt, I felt relief. Oh my gosh, I remember that when I could finally make myself read the chapter. I just felt relief. I felt relief that I never had experienced before because that's the validation, right? It's like, oh, they're, oh, okay, because the friends that I have that I know that have had this kind of assault, they do remember. And I just felt like I was the only one that doesn't. So, you know, was there something wrong with me? Am I not supposed to remember? Should I remember? Am I going to force myself to remember? Right? So it was a huge relief to know that I'm just as normal as anybody else, you know, just because I didn't remember. It's okay. You know, and I didn't know that that was possible at the time because I just thought something was broken with me. So the way she explained it helped me with the validation that I was normal and that it's normal and common. 
And I've had moments where I was going to force myself to remember just to prove to myself that this indeed happened because I thought that was the only way to prove what had happened to me. And you've heard me talk about this before. And I'm grateful to say that I don't have to. I felt guilty that I didn't remember when so many other people do and then hearing my friends tell me their stories. But I've released that guilt because there is, and I've just started reading this book on complex PTSD by Pete Walker. And he talks about the emotional memories. And I haven't finished that that chapter yet, so I'm not going to go and share that information. But if you're interested in that book, it's Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving by Pete Walker. So when I just saw the glimpse of it, of the emotional memories, I was like, oh my God, that's me. I have a lot of those. And if you recall me saying in it was episode five about the sensory memories, this is what Laura actually gets into, right? And she talks about how memories are placed within our bodies, you know, and then there's also the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, the spiritual body. And all of those places can store this information, Right, So this is really invaluable. And I very much wanted to share that book with you because, again, it is so impactful. But what I wanted to share with you as well in this episode is I've created what I call, um, well, it's just, I don't honestly, I don't have a name for this. For Peter's sake, Ursula, what are you talking about? It's Rape Crisis Centers international. So this is essentially what I called it. I have a list that I created and I've put it into a PDF and I will put this onto my blog. So you can click on this, open up the PDF and you'll see within Canada, different rape crisis centers that you can get in contact with. If you're in immediate need of help, there's some in the States. I've, I've listed those out there and also for around the world. You know, there's, we need these centers. It is so important to have access to centers and, and clinics and people and professionals and social workers and therapists and doctors, you know, this information is incredibly invaluable. And I never had any of this, you know, when I was growing up. So I wanted to create it and share it for you. There is one that is really specific for me that I thought was really wonderful. And this is from the University of Minnesota. They created a handbook of international centers for survivors of sexual assault and harassment. And this list is extensive. So that is actually the last posting that I put into this PDF. So if you have a chance to check that out, please click on the links and look at the information. Talk to your friends, talk to your loved ones. You know, if and if you can't, hopefully you are brave enough to talk to someone who can help you to start the process and start to manage the symptoms that come from sexual assault. Now, I can't get into all the ways of managing symptoms of, of sexual abuse because they are far and vast and for everyone they're different. And I'm going to share what I can in my processes and the way that I've done it and hope that obviously you may use them or you have others. But managing your symptoms are going to come with awareness and you get the awareness when there's validation. 
right? I cannot, cannot, cannot emphasize that enough, how important that is. And if you are not in a supportive network, please find a supportive network, you know, a person, a friend, a loved one, a doctor, a therapist, you know, um, just somewhere where someone can honestly encourage you to find hope. And if that's on the internet, maybe it is the red table talk that, that you want to join into that, that group, even though there's various topics out there, you know, there, social media is a vast resource of information, you know, so find what works for you. I still promote this book. I'm going to share that on, um, on my link and, and, What I loved about the workbook, too, is it's very proactive. I'm not just reading someone else's journey and experiences and listening to what they have to say, but you actually work through it yourself. You're generating your own awareness, and there's no judgment. That is huge. It's absolutely huge that you don't have judgment when you were going through this process. And that judgment is coming from yourself first and foremost. I judged myself like crazy. I honestly still do. You know, I judge myself. I belittle myself. Um, And these are processes that I have done. But working through the book makes me more aware. So managing how I speak to myself has gotten better over the years. But as I've said many times before, it is a work in process. You know, it's not just, whoop, there it is, I've got it, you know, and, you know, I've thought about it once, I did this one exercise and, you know, and I'm good to go. That That's not how it works for me. Maybe that does work for someone and I'm not judging that at all. Not at all. I just know that that hasn't worked for me. I will sometimes have to go through this before. And isn't that just kind of how like life is? Like you feel like you've gone through one experience and then sometimes life will toss you another experience and you're like that. Why does that feel so familiar? You know, and and then, you know, you feel like you're working through that layer and then all of a sudden, boom, there it comes, you know, and the universe goes, oh, I'm just going to toss another one for you just for shits and giggles. I want to see how you're doing. And then you're like, wait a minute. I, I know I just went through this, right? I know I just went through this. Oh my gosh, the cycles, right? The cycles. But it's all layers. It's all just little layers. Life is just going to keep testing you because life wants the best for you. I really do believe that. I really do think that the universe is just, it, they're giving you little testers, not to keep you down in that, in those emotional and mental states, but just going, okay, we want to see how far you've progressed. If there's still triggers there, there still means that there's some work to do and and you can move forward with that, right? So the universe likes to test me many, many times um, because I don't know, maybe I'm a sucker for punishment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Honestly, I've had, oh my God, bless Olga. I love dear Olga. She she would just say it so many times, Ursula, why are you making it so difficult on yourself? And the thing is, is that I don't feel like I am making it difficult on myself you know, but she had a point. And once I finally started to dig into the cycles and manage those cycles by stop, by stopping the beating of myself, gosh, did I stopping the beating? Stop, stopping. (laughs) Why am I not? Anyway. Okay. Moving on. You, you, you get what I mean. It's, you know, again, it's, it's the awareness. Start to be gentle with yourself right? And that gentleness didn't start for me until over two years ago when I started with this book, with the workbook. 
by getting the validation, by knowing that I was normal, knowing that I was okay, and talking about that with my therapist, absolutely. I started to manage the symptoms better and realize like, wow, shit, that's not about me. That's not about me. I'm going through this. I'm feeling this. Okay, I got it. I got it. You know, and so this is what we do. Yes, my heart sinks that we can't fully get over rape, maybe just yet. Maybe there are people that do. But for the majority of us that have already commented and said, we don't, there is hope. I did not create this podcast so that there wasn't hope available for people because fuck it, there is hope, people. There is hope. And I'm going to keep doing this podcast until people really feel that they got that there is hope that you are not wrong. You are worthy. You are deserving and you are perfect just as you are. And you are doing the best. You are doing the absolute best with what you have at this time right now. And no know for yourself that that is okay. And when you get that, you keep managing. You keep managing your symptoms and you will overcome it. I'm I'm proof of that. That's like a proof of purchase. I need to give myself a little sti- uh, sticky sticker. Sticker? Stamp? But, oh, my God, my brain is fried today. <laughs> so that's the way. Anyway, self-approval. Is that it? No. A badge of honor. There we go. <laughs> my my, uh, my therapist had said that too. Like it's a badge of honor to have survived all of this, right? And then now to talk about it and share it. Everyone, you are amazing. Okay, you are amazing. I hope whatever I can say can just encourage you a little bit more, and just make you feel that you are loved and worthy. So. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to all my little boo-boos and mistakes on here. <laughs> Thank you for um, enjoying my sound effects. I don't know why I question that. Do you actually enjoy my sound effects? Okay. We'll sit with that. You can all let me know. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we are getting near the Christmas season. Oh, the holidays, right? Oh, the holidays are a trigger. Yes, they are. But... I love Christmas. I love it. I love it for the spirit. But maybe I'll just do a a different Christmas episode. In the meantime, my friends, have a beautiful, wonderful day. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or someone you know is in immediate need of help, please contact your local authorities, distress center, or professional care provider. If you'd like more information on this episode or other topics, go to my website, UrsulaYou're done.com.